Hello and welcome to Five Better Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome again. Been a long time. Seems like it's been a long time since you've had a Five Better Podcast. However, there's a funny story to this one because we did try and record it a couple of days ago and it didn't record, so that's bloody annoying. So we're going to have that another go. That happened in our first se- yeah, season. Yeah, that did, it? that did, that did. Meat, meatloaf. Was it, no, Don McLean. Don yes, McLean. American Pie. American Pie. Uh, the Lost, the Lost Tapes. <laughs> the Lost Session. The Lost Pie. But yeah, so uh, we're back with uh, with another podcast. It's uh, lots of change, lots of change since we were last. It's changed the foot, isn't it? So I've I've recently, by the way, I'm Guy. In case you wondered who I was, and that's Jim. Um, Hello. Hello. Um, ch- yes, I've now moved pretty much within stone's throw of Jim. Yeah. In Walthamstow, East London. So now we are trying to get our output a bit more regular. Mm. I think we're going to try and do that. Um, and yeah, I've moved into the area and I've bought a place and. I spent most of my summer changing light bulbs. Yep. Smashing light bulbs. Sanding. Sanding, wallpaper ripping, generally making a mess and making no improvement. And not to be outdone, I've had a baby. I know. Well, not me. How selfish. (laughs) (laughs) My wife had the baby. So little bouncing Ben. Yes. How was he now? Three months? Big bouncing Ben, three months and about 20 kilos or something ridiculous. He's He's a a big old burner. He's got big cheeks. Yeah. He is. He's got a lot to say. He's got big cheeks. His <laughs> <laughs> outfit is pram already. But um, yeah, no, I hate. Do you know what? I hate it when people, when men go, "Yeah, we're having a baby." No, you know, we're having a baby. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah we're expecting. Yeah. We're expecting. We're, we're so happy. We're expecting. We're hey, having a boy. You're not. She is. <laughs> What's your role then? What was your role during the uh, the? Uh, I want to say the yeah, the birth. Yeah. The birth. <laughs> um, well, what did you do? I had. Uh, I got dressed up like a doctor because she had a cesarean. And, uh, uh Was she convinced under the drugs she, she was taking she was that you were convinced the doctor? <laughs> <under the drugs. laughs> you were the doctor? And everyone kept saying I looked like George Clooney. So I had a whale of a time. <laughs> and uh, honestly, having uh, done sat next to someone for 24 hours in labour last time, having it done in 30 minutes was an absolute doddle. It's brilliant. The second one's always easier. Oh. Yeah, I was just out in within, within seconds and fell out pretty much. Yeah. C-section, they give you the time, you turn up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Half an hour Stuck. later, you're back in the thing. So that was, so that was good. So that's all, all changed. New beginnings, Jim, new, new beginnings. New and beginnings, we're actually with new, new beginnings for this episode. We're changing the sort of format slightly, aren't we? So we're mm. actually not doing five better. <gasps> oh, my God. Intake, intake of breath. No, we're not doing five better. We're actually in five worse. Yeah. It's a bit of a left field. Mm. Um, welcome to the summer. I can't yeah. think of any other cliches <laughs> to... Uh, well, we were doing it on <coughs> Clish Richards. Clish Richards. <laughs> Clish Richards' song, Summer Holiday. So it is summer, and there's no more annoying song. I think I told you this. I, I despise that song. It's, mm. such, it's such an annoying song. Um, so anyway, let, before we start getting into the nitty-gritty of it, let's listen to Summer Holiday by Cliff Richard and the Shadows. One and laughter on a summer holiday. No more worries for me or you. For a week or two. We're going where the sun shines brightly. We're so full of optimism. Everyone's really happy about going away on holiday. Cliff's there on his bus with his so-called friends. Melvin Hayes. Una Stubbs, Melvin Hayes. Melvin. Is it Melvin or Melvin? I can't remember. I, I Last time we recorded this, I kept <laughs> calling him one thing and it turned out he was the other. It's so. the high voice bloke from Ottman. Yeah. Um, 
it's it's just so annoying. It's just an annoying song. What, what what this is why it has to, can we find five worse songs that annoy me more? Uh, well, maybe more annoy us more than this. I mean, I certainly think I've got a couple I can bring to the table, but but I, I just don't like the song. I don't like the optimism. It's so it's so chirpy. It's so sixties. It's also I don't like the way Cliff sings it. I don't like the harmonies. I don't like the shadows guitar playing. Bruce Welch and family Welch, <laughs> Marvin. Marvin, all of them. It, and also the the film's annoying. I'm gonna th- um, I'm gonna throw it out there. I quite like this song. Oh God, I thought you would. I do. I quite like it. I like. I just it's. It's gentle, it's happy, it's just, it's like you said, it's optimistic. I mean, it's not his best work, don't get me wrong, but I just, ah, there's... What do you mean, it's not his best work? You mean he's got some best work? <laughs> I mean, I know you like Cliff, because you like mentioned Cliff. him a couple of left hands ago, didn't you? Yeah, the, um, I think Wired for Sound is a really good album. It's a really good disco album. Devil Woman. Living Doll. All of the no, okay, Living Doll. I give it. Yeah. There's some really good. Cliff has got some really good songs. Uh, but I, I, I like Living Doll because of um, the young ones, and I think that's what I've, I've talked about before. The, he was only good then. The young, the young ones, ones itself as a song is a good song. I think the young ones had it right. It's like it, uh, look, Cliff. It, it became a figure of fun, really. I think. And uh, do you think he suffered? Genuinely serious. Did he think <coughs> he suffered from living? And he's not in any way. Yeah. Like Paul McCartney and John yeah. Lennon, but is he sort of because he's been around so long? There's naturally going to be some real duffers. Yeah, definitely. But also, I think he's just he's not he's not rock and roll. He's not. Um, no, he really isn't, is he? Even, he, though, even no. though he attempted to be kind of the leather jacket, yeah. Kind of and, the, it, but, and that was fine because that was like his, that was like a, an image. You see, I mean, he even had the lip curling move it. He was like mm. the British Elvis at that point, and and that was very much it. And then, but then he just, you know, wired for sound by any other artist would be revered, and it is revered by mm. many people. But it would be revered as like a great, great album. It's very wired for sound is very much Neil Diamond esque. Uh, you know, some of that sort of the, that uh, kind of cheesy pop. Yeah. But Diamond isn't cheesy. I like Diamond. But do you know what yeah, I mean? That no, kind no. of almost easy listening pop. That, that I th- and I think the problem with Cliff is we all remember that our mums liked him. And yeah, no, definitely. That, that yeah, made yeah. it, you know, a little bit difficult. He's a very old person. He's kind of... Um, yeah. I heard Daniel O'Donnell got interviewed recently on Radio 2, I think, last week. And he's very much a, the grandmother's favourite, mm. isn't he? And I think Cliff's in that same kind of bracket, isn't he? Yeah, 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 definitely. And And that... That doesn't help him. And when you get that tag, that really doesn't help you. Um, and obviously he's been through a bit of a tough time with, with BBC and his yeah, yeah. case that was kind of thrown out. Um, so, you know, that, that, that's pretty And awful. then he became like Mr. Christmas number one. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. I don't think the Eurovision stuff probably helped him that much. Obviously he was renowned and revered for his uh, Heathcliff that he did. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure that should have had a dash in the middle. <laughs> Could they get a man least likely to play Heathcliff? <laughs> then Cliff. <laughs> the Cliff, yeah. Um, well, they, so could, they could have called it He's Cliff. He's Cliff. He's Cliff. <laughs> or, or just Here's Cliff. Here's Cliff. Did he on walk a, on? Would he ever sing on a cliff? Here's uh, Cliff on a cliff. The, the line of people ready to push him off, that's the problem. That's, that's the difficult um, So yeah, Summer Holiday... And we're working for a week or two. I mean, it's just... I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I do, the thing is, I have a fond memory of the film because I remember watching it with my mum when I was yeah. very young. I've not seen it for years. And it was like I wanted to 
like he, he was it was the hero character and I wanted to do that and I mean, it was great it was a good happy little film and he defeats his dad at the end and puts on the show is that the same one I've seen a lot of Christian <laughs> movies from the time so this is going to be tough then isn't it so I think <clears throat> maybe you're already kind of thinking that well, there's... it's going to be tough for you and easy for me yeah and I think the issue you've got here is you're dare I say <laughs> batting on the same team as Cliff <laughs> yeah I've got to try and find songs yeah because you want Cliff to win, because you've I got to find, find songs worse, worse, worse than, than that. Yeah, so you're yeah, yeah. on Cliff's side. So I'm actually celebrating Cliff at the same time yeah. as trying to push him off. Yeah, you're saying you don't like this song because yeah. it's that bad, but you've got but to I'm find songs that are worse. Yeah, so, yeah. You, so you're... Oh, I've really not thought it through. You haven't. You're on Cliff's side. This is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> this is an awful idea. So um, this may well be the last one we do this on is, Five this Worse. This might, might be the last worse. <laughs> Although, if we, I, I mean, I, th- I always thought for five worse, we should find a song that was probably more challenging than what, Summer Holiday. Well, what do you mean? Wor- like a, a song that like was. Like an offensive song. Yeah. Like really like offensive, like the Mac Lads or. <laughs> or, yeah. um, or um, what's an offensive song? Uh, I mean, there's things like swearing in it. That's not that offensive. Some, some of the British Eurovision entries over yeah. the last yeah. few years. Um, they're sort of cheesy pop, aren't they? Yeah, but there have been some really there's some stinkers. Ones. There's some yeah. really, really bad ones. Actually, didn't Cliff do Eurovision? I seem to recall. I seem to yeah, I said that a minute ago. He won. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay, well, let's see if we can congratulate ourselves for trying to find five. Well, we can't, I don't think I'm in. You've thrown me with that curveball that I'm now <laughs> sticking up for Cliff. This is awful. I told you, this is bad. This is such a bad idea. <laughs> Tonight. What are we drinking tonight, Jim? Well, well, this was something I found in Tesco's across the road. Mm. Uh, this is a new thing as well. Just before we do booze talk, this is the sound quality should be really good on this tonight. Because oh yeah, so we're in a studio, aren't we? Well, we are we've kind of we've, studio, we've yeah. forked out the shekels and we've h- hired a studio. Um, uh, where so where are we, Jim? We Tell are us. in uh, uh, Locus mm. in uh, Walthamstow, and they've been very good to um, let us use the studio. I, I say let us; we have paid them to do it, but. Uh, it's good. It's a nice little studio. We've we've got our own mics and uh, something to record on. We did c- cock it up the other day and uh, buggered it up, yeah. and they've been very good and let us let us redo it. So um, <coughs> that was good. Hopefully, uh, this will sound a little less like we're in a pub. People chat, yeah, clattering around. People walk in on us, and uh, bit of professionalism. Bit of professionalism. I think after two years, what we needed. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we're <laughs> we're in Locus of Autumn State. It's a good little creative space, isn't it? Yeah, so. it's a, a, I did say this to you the other day, actually, that I feel like sometimes to, we talk about promoting a podcast, and for me, I feel like I'm in Bill and Ted's ex- Excellent Adventure, <laughs> kind of going, we need to get Eddie Van Halen to play in the <laughs> band. And then, and then he looks at him and goes, maybe we need to learn how to play. And I think that's kind of, that regurgitates yeah, in yeah, my yeah. head. So maybe th- maybe this is us learning to play. <laughs> how can make our, there's a conversation being, how can we make our podcast sound better? We'll make it just sound better. <laughs> go, to, go to a studio. That might help. And, and how can we get people other than you <laughs> to listen to it? Uh, yes, there you go. This is the eternal question. So what are we drinking? We are drinking... So, yeah, sorry. Uh, session IPA. Session IPA from Full Pure Brewing Company. Full Pure. Um, it's quite nice, actually. It's a shame there are only two left in the shop. 4.2%. Brewed and canned in London. I, think, I don't think I've ever had this, actually. No. I have heard of Full Pure. I think I've drunk Full Pure before, but 
not this one. Hmm. So, and it's a nice four point two. Genius. Yeah, that's all right. It's tasty. That's that's qu- quaffable. Yep. And it's not going to get me too whammed. So. I've also got some dead pony club. <coughs> the standard brew dog in front standard of us. Standard well. hanging around. Brew dog was still there. Where are you? Still that's what I ask. We're still that's waiting for you. Come on. Tell you what, you don't answer my emails. <laughs> <laughs> don't reply to our tweets or anything. Had that restraining order put out. <laughs> Bastards. Um, so anyway. But no, it's, it's, it's a nice little drink. And da, 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 how the G and T's going this summer? Because obviously, when the when the heat's when the cold or summer, the right? Do you know what? I I've got to throw something out there. Oh, no. I haven't been drinking that much at all this summer. Uh, is that because a little one? No, not really. Just because you want I to just, couldn't bother. I've really got into. Hold on to your hats for this one. I've got really <laughs> into zero percent. Yes, Beers. we talked about our last episode, mm. didn't we? Yeah, when I said I was, I was doing the training for the marathon, we mentioned the, yeah. the, the nanny state and the uh, dinger that I quite liked. Yeah, but I've been hammering the Heineken, it's very yeah. nice. Yeah, uh, I had Budweiser the other day, and that was actually very nice, Ooh. quite crisp and refreshing. Okay, okay, um, which was good. So, yeah, I've been, um, and that that's kind of my tipple is uh, non alcoholic. So, How I many haven't can you even have been of those though, because they're quite sickly, aren't they? That's the thing I always um, find. Uh, three cans. A night. I mean, it's not like if I go out, I, I drink. Don't get me wrong, but at home, I have like one or two cans. If I'm really pushing the boat out, three <laughs> cans. So, but a pint and a half, basically, yeah. of uh, of non-alcoholic beer. You've changed. I've changed, man. <laughs> I've changed. I tell you what, I wake up in the morning without a thick head. Well, that's that, that's the issue, isn't it? That's the reason why most people tend to kind of hit the the, the zero percenters because yeah, you can't wake up every day with a thick head. And it's kind of I quite. I think when when I go back to work, I think that may be what I tend to do because because yeah. I, I think we like the only thing is I can't find non-alcoholic wine that actually tastes any good. No, they're bloody awful. Oh, they're, they're just yeah, horrendous. They're really watery. They're, uh, and they're just really sickly sweet. Yeah, and there's no kind of kick to them. So knock that on it. But I t- ah oh oh mm, go on go no, on well, go on. I found an al- a non-alcoholic gin. Oh, that is very nice in a gin and tonic. But I just haven't really because yeah, I just haven't really been mixing the the drinks. Ah, what about ah. you? No, nah, I've been all right. Yeah, I think because we moved, it's all been quite hectic. So mm. I've been sort of just unwinding of an evening, and it was really it's been really hot, hasn't it, of late? Not, yeah. not the last week, but the last sort of end of July, beginning of August, pretty pretty boiling. So it's quite nice getting stuck into some beer. But I think you're right. Waking up slightly cloudy headed. Yeah, we're not working is obviously because we're off on for summer, so <coughs> uh, you can kind of get away with it, but. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll join with the Zero Percenters. We could be the Zero Percent Club. I've not braved it on a night out yet. No. But I think I, I couldn't do that on my own with a bunch of people who were drinking. No. Cause I did, I did <coughs> it once for a few hours and it was it was pretty boring. After yeah. I mean, partly because I also just didn't want to be there. Yeah. Which is like most things. When you do sort of like your dry Januaries or you do your, you're giving up for a month. Yeah, it's kind of tough, isn't it? You go out and everyone's getting whammed after three, or particularly after the first couple. Everyone's loosening up, and then it's that point by <coughs> point three, you sort of see everyone kind of going off on a yeah. <laughs> a when, it, when, when everyone goes weird and you're left that's in tough to leave, isn't it? That's, that's yeah. difficult. I remember doing once doing a dry January and your birthday's in mm-hmm. January, and uh, oh, I managed yes. to stay out till two o'clock in the morning. Somehow, Quite impressive, yeah. which was pretty good because by that time you couldn't. Walk no, we could. Straight, yeah, like you, <laughs> <laughs> your eyes had gone in various different directions, and uh, that's quite. That's quite. That's a staying power, Jim. Yeah, that's very staying. Um, 
Okay, well, there you go. That's Booze Talk. Well, um, I think we're going to get on with it. Mm. Should we do it? Mm. Let's mm. do it. So, so well, am, am I first? You called, you called okay. Cliff, so you're first to go. Right. Uh, let me roll. Oh, let me get the old di- digital dice. Digital going. dice. Digital dice. Boom, boom, boom. Digital. I once did some focus groups, and Gomez was supposed to know about digital television because she kept calling it digital. Digital. Which uh, made me think, you have no idea. Right, okay, here we go. Roll the dice, digital dice, it is a one. Number one. Ah, do you know what? This is good because this I think this is top of my, my list of things, songs that are worse than Cliff Richard's Summer Holiday. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. It's a bit of a mouthful as well. This is also why I hate the bloody song. Um, <laughs> it's itsy bitsy, teeny weeny, yellow polka dot bikini. And I'm doing the Timmy Manic version. Let's have a listen. So that's the uh, the irritant of Timmy Mallet. I don't think the man has ever gotten anywhere. N- no, 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 no. Rephrase that. He is still irritating. <laughs> He's never lost his, irrita- his irritation. Is what I was trying to say. Um, 1990. I mean, that was kind of the sort of you know the rave era, the rave culture. The yeah. Step on, Happy Mondays. Stone Roses was all around at that time. You know, it was the beginning of grunge was just about to kind of kick off. And then ITV Wackaday star, Timmy Mallet, thought he'd have a go at being a pop star. Um, <laughs> so he chose the worst song on earth, which is Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny, Peeny Weeny, <laughs> Teeny Weeny, <laughs> Weeny Woo. Um, <laughs> it's easy for you it's, to <laughs> it's an awful song. What I don't like about this is there's a, there's a number of reasons. The first thing is, I don't like the title of the song, as I think I said. Um, I think it's quite offensive about the idea of a, b- a bikini, particularly as he's talking about a young girl in this. I'll come back to that in a second about the actual lyrics. Um, so I don't think it's very impressive. Also, those kind of lyrics songs were kind of the sort of nonsensical kind of songs were um, sort of lyrics were quite prevalent in the 60s. I mean, you have Obla Dee, Obla Da, a Beatles song. That but I quite on. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. But because I'm, I'm giving a bit of grace because they're the Beatles. Um, I mean, you've got a lot of Shalala songs and you've got sort of all sort of, you know, Mellow Yellow, all the sort of very kind of very stupid kind of hippie sounding Didn't kind of songs. Didn't the City Rollers do a lot of shingalingaling? Shangalang, yeah, sings, yeah. So all those those type of things where they kind of just, they find anything that rhymes, actually quite irritating. Um, so yeah, so I don't like the actual. I don't like the song title. Don't like him. Um, I don't like also the way it was cynically. So I said it was in the nineties. It was also a cynical ac- attempt to sort of be kind of current. Now, if you listen to the opening of the song, it sounds a little bit, I think I mentioned to you last time we did this, it's a bit like 808, isn't it? Or it's a bit like, kind yeah, of, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, KLF. So it sounds really kind of quite cool and funky. And then it just turns into some awful kind of cheesy pop. It's thing. also got that, oh, yeah. Yeah. In it, which yeah, yeah, basically yeah. makes me want to vomit on my own shoes. It's like, it's that, I think that's yeah. used quite a number of times, isn't it? That kind of, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, sort of sound. Yeah, it rips, it rips off so many things. It's mm. kind of, what it does is someone's, it's, it's quite, it's quite a stock Aitken and Walkman, it's kind of approach. Yeah, it's the formula, isn't it? It's, it's the, the formula, but <laughs> what they've done is not created their own sort of formula, which is at least stock Aitken and Walkman had a bit of kind of sense of originality and mm. all their sound, songs did sound the same, but at least they created that sound. Um, it's like, this is this is what dance songs mashup of have things. in it. Yeah. If we go and buy the greatest hits of House, 1988, yeah. 
which is a good album, had that. But if we go and buy that and listen to all the songs and pick out a number of things that are on a couple of the songs, because yeah. that's the, and they've gone through and they've gone, this is the formula for a dance song. And now, in this kind of funny, ironic way, we're going to sing this itsy bitsy teeny weeny over the top. And in a more ironic and funny <laughs> way, we're going to get Timmy Mallet, I was going to say something very rude, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get to, to do it. And yeah. it's like, it feels like they're trying to be clever and fun. Just re- I agree They've with They've just agreed. They just found all the things <clears throat> that kind of they thought yeah. was brilliant at the time or was that we were trying to hang off the coattails of. Musically, and, it, and it's let, but let's they, make that novelty yeah. summer, summer song, but we want to make it current because we don't want it to fail. We want the youngsters to like it because it's. Uh, the, the, Do you the, know the, who the, was behind it? Do you know who's behind Bomb <laughs> Ballerina? The, the group who had never heard of ever again because they were made purely for this. Uh, was it a ballerina? It wasn't. Darcy Bustle. It wasn't. It wasn't. Darcy Bustle. Darcy Bustle was nowhere no. near it. Thankfully, thank um, God. No, it was Andrew Lloyd, Sir Lord. Is Lord? I think Andrew Lloyd Webber. Why didn't he get Sarah Brightman? Were they they must have split up by then? Nineteen uh, ninety, maybe not. I think they're still around because I think the Spitting Image was still kind of doing. Uh, I mean, she little sketches about the if relationship. She'd have sung it. Like it would have sounded I, even it worse. It would have no amazing. <laughs> it would have been like Starship Trooper. But no, so so it's a cynical attempt from a rich kind of like classical musical theatre genius to try and branch into the world of pop by getting the world's most irritating man. And two backing dancers, one of which is Gary Barlow's current wife, Dawn Barlow. Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't check out the rest of her name. Uh, and yeah, and it's awful. So, so all those things combined make this song absolutely te- awful to listen to. But can I say the reason why? Can I just before, yeah, before before you go into the lyrics? Can I just say another thing that really annoys me about? <laughs> I never knew it was Andrew Lloyd Webber, but right. one thing that really annoys me about the fact that it was Andrew Lloyd Webber. I don't know if you remember, a few years ago, he wrote the Eurovision Song Contest he did, song. He did, And he went around to all of the countries. Yeah. And they did this kind of pro- this kind of documentary on him going to all these countries and asking, oh, what sort of things do you like in music? Blah, blah, blah. And he was doing it. And I can just, in my head now, I can just imagine him going around to talking to young people in, <laughs> who listen to dance music and go, what sort of things do you look for in dance music, young person, who I don't know anything about? And it's like just that whole kind of, it makes it even more of the formula. Oh, awful, it makes yeah. me want to smack him in the face even more. Because he got it all so badly wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I can imagine him going, oh, who's the most uh, current person on TV now? <laughs> <laughs> what can we say? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is it uh, Timothy Mallet? Yes, you do. <laughs> What do you think, Sarah? <laughs> I fell in love with a starship trooper. Always uh, staggered by people like him, kind of marrying young. Oh, well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> but it just staggers Sarah, me. Sarah, what attracted you <laughs> to your, it's, it's, to your it's Mrs. question, yeah, exactly. isn't it? Because um, he's, he's, he's not an attractive man. I mean, I think actually he, him and maybe a, small, a handful of other people's spitting image puppets were actually absolutely bang on, weren't yeah. they? I think they actually looked like they caricature themselves because those... Eyes and his droopy jowls. Yeah. And his sort of rubbery lips. He's a strange... He's a strange man. Very rich man. <laughs> Didn't like his uh, 
So I'll come back to the song in a second. When he did that program about the, uh, I don't know, Finding Oliver or whatever it was, finding some musical thing that he was going to basically put on and make loads of money for Nancy. again. Nancy. Yeah, something like that. At the beginning of the uh, the BBC show was yeah. him sitting on a throne and he sort of turned around looking like sort of some Machiavellian kind of Shakespeare villain. And he sort of, ah, oh, he just looks so disgusting. The first old. one was... Uh, uh, Joseph. No. Oh, Joseph. Sound of Music with Jodie, what's her face? Yeah. No. Lee, Lee, Lee Mead. Lee Mead was the sound of now on Joseph. LBC. <laughs> sound he, of Joseph. Sound of Joseph. Didn't he marry Denise Van Allen? Yeah, or run out with her or something. Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Tangents, a go-go. Yeah. Uh, so the song is supposed to be about a girl who's afraid to come out of the locker, then go out to see her, then because she might get cold. Um, so it's a bit creepy, a bit pervy mm. with looking at the bikini. Then I watched the original. So the original version version of the song. Halliday. Uh, bless you. Uh, Paul Vance. Paul uh, Vance. But performed by Brian Highland. 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 Um, so I watched him do the version of that on, on a TV show, like lip syncing. And normally it's just him, so, you know, the person just yeah. lip syncing to an audience. But they actually did a little kind of skit, a sketch with a woman there. But it wasn't the woman who was the polka dot bikini. No, the polka dot bikini was actually a six-year-old child. <laughs> so you see a child who initially, she's uh, afraid to come out of the locker, so she's sitting on the floor, yeah. not in the locker. I mean, that, and I, sw I don't doubt, I think it was probably done not in yeah, a sort of sinister way, in a cynical but way. I think, yeah, I, and do, do you know what? But reading the comments it, underneath and actually just looking at yourself going, this is so wrong. And so but that's levels. like that... Um, song from Gypsy, the musical, Thank Heaven for Little Girls, which is probably, I don't know, Gypsy beyond Gypsy. this, the most pervy song I know. Right, okay. It's someone who goes, Thank Heaven for Little Girls, because little girls get bigger every day. Oh. And it's like this fat bloke singing uh, about young girls yeah. growing up into women. And it's just, it's a really pervy, horrible song. Yeah. Um, Paul Daniels did a version of it once on Paul Daniels' magic show, yeah, and he had this box that all these women kept coming out of. But that, well, but that, the, is that was the reason why we said the um, what a person attracted you, wasn't it? It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a lovely demon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, but again, that, that I think that these two are on a par in just absolute perviness. I mean, mm. the 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 guy that sings Halliday when he sings it is so smarmy. Highland, Highland, Highland sorry. Yeah. When he sings it, it's so smarmy. It is it's, it's like she was afraid that everyone would see. And it's like just, oh, my God, you're a... You're a, it, was only a few, it was only a few years before uh, Summer Holiday was this song. So that whole era had yeah. a kind of... It was all... It's kind of, it's I mean, Summer Holiday's not pervy, obviously, it's, it's not. But it's, it's so sort of shiny and happy and yeah. pleased with itself. But this is like I'm a pervy old man looking at yeah. women on the beach. Yeah, basically. Which um, is why I think it's, the wor it's one of the worst songs ever written. It is. I'm going to cut this... I was going to say short, too late. Um, <laughs> I'm going to cut this now and say it is definitely a worse song. Um, I would argue on. I would argue that this is done. You've done a blinder here because not only is the Timmy Mallet version a worse song, yeah. the original version is also a worse song. Mm. So I think in on every level, this this you know this is this is up there for title of worst song ever written, arguably. Right, so that yeah. means uh, it's 1-0 to so us, but uh, us being me, you us and Cliff. Us being me, you and Cliff, yeah. <laughs>
I think you crossed There's three in. of us in this marriage. Chris, Chris was a... Chris? <laughs> hasn't arrived. Cliff was alive in the box and just tapped it home. That's what happened there. Don't know what Chris was doing. <laughs> Chris, Chris is hanging it, around. He was in goal. Missed it. Flapped it. Chris flapped it. So that reminds me of the, I think actually the second song that Timmy Manning brought out. I think he had two, and this is the second song. Another 60s classic. I think it was uh, Kissing and a Hug Me Fred. You know that song about. Um, the, sitting on uh, the back Sitting seat. on the back seat, kissing and a hug me Fred. Oh, oh yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep your hands on the wheel, keep your eyes on the road. And keep your eyes on the road and, and your hands, hands on, on the wheel. wheel. And don't, something about your filthy, something on the, yeah. something. Ahead. We're sitting here, sitting on the back seat, kissing, kissing and hugging with Frammy. I think that always, I always think that was a bit of an answer to um, driving along in my automobile. Oh, it could have been. Chuck, I could have uh, Chuck L. Berry. Yeah. Um, Marvin's cousin. Marvin's cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, right, I'm going to roll for you. <coughs> Digital dicing it. Digital dice. Digital dice. Rolling for me. Digital dice. That's a four. Four. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here we go then. All right. Four. This um, third most pervy song ever written after Thank <laughs> Heaven for Little Girls, Itsy Bitsy Teeny Weeny, Yellow Polka Dot yeah. Bikini. Maybe this should have been the theme. <laughs> third most pervy, pervy song ever written and 100% worse than Cliff Richard. Summer holiday. This is the awful, and I know some people will hate me for this, but this is the awful, 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 awful thong song by Cisco. This song is terrible. Uh, I know I knew people who loved it. I knew people who wanted to listen to it every time they were out. Who would have it blaring in their car? I think it is just a horrid, uh, a horrid cacophony of noise, um, fronted by a, a weird dancing pixie who <laughs> just. <laughs> Michael Flatley. <laughs> Michael Flatley, who seems to wear a glove that only covers one finger, not very good in the winter, um, and has his hair painted silver. And he just, like, I, I don't know, he's a bit of a dancer, so it's in that thing. But everything about it, uh, it's R&B, and I don't like R&B. Um, it's... Not even with your soul roots. <clears throat> my soul roots, R&B is everything uh, I go against in terms of my soul roots. Uh, like, it's just, there's something very wrong with it. The video is mm. just a load of women in thongs. He's written a song basically saying, uh, like, I don't know, I don't want to, uh, just, it's just, it's, the whole thing it's celebrating, is, isn't it? Kind of like a lot of R&B songs do. A lot of yeah. R&B stars think this is what you have to do is celebrate yeah, yeah. how great you are by how sort of masculine you, you are. Have by to, yeah, and women have to look the same way and they have, have a to bit look of dental floss up their yeah. bottom and, like, and a little bit that covers the front and then be like big in the right places. And it just, everyone looks the same in the video and it's just like, I don't know, everything about it is just very, very wrong, I think. It's um, actually quite musically. I quite don't mind the music to it, but I think li obviously lyrically, it's it's a appalling piece of work. It is, but even the music. I mean, it just like I said, my soul roots. I don't like R and B. 
Okay, I, I don't like R and B is manufactured pop version of soul. Right. Okay. I think, um, and I would argue that's true for people like Bobby Brown, for anyone yeah. like Boys to Men. It is this manufactured pop version of soul, and 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 it kind of ligs off the back of the the greatness of soul. It's kind of style over substance, isn't it? Yeah. I sort of feel. I feel this is, and it's about da- it's about the dancing, like Usher. Is a, is a dancer, mm. you know, and it's all about this. Can I do this sort of these moves and the moonwalk and the da 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 da? And it's just, I don't know, and it, and it sets itself up as this kind of lads anthem for it be like you know grinding up behind women in dance in um, discos. God, I'm old. Nightclubs, discotheques, <laughs> <laughs> discotheques. <laughs> Back in the sixties. Um, so is it another cynical ploy to try and just get everyone to watch the video? Because obviously, we're, we're actually, by the way, at the moment, we are watching the video in the background. And uh, just to give some sort of material, it is, it's, I think, see, this kind of thing, what, on, I don't know, how old is it, 15 years? Oh, maybe 2000 more. Two, no, it's before um, 2000. Oh, this was was it? Be, yeah, this is before 90. So MTV was still quite big, so people would still be kind of watching MTV to kind of get their music, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big big MTV, uh, MTV in the box. So you'd have this on and people would watch this, and so that's probably why I did so well. Um, 1999, this was it. So so a cynical sort of ploy almost to kind of get people to watch this because the video and therefore buy the song. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's, yeah, it's just terrible. It It isn't good. It really isn't good. And again, sort of degrading kind of women. Yeah, I think of, so. Um, I think so. I think it's saying, like, women, all you're there to do is to show your bits off. And if I'm not interested in you be showing your bits off, then you, you're worthless. Well, it is awful. <coughs> so, so it's, <laughs> a bit, it's a bit of a hashtag <laughs> me too rant from me there, but I do, I hate this song. I hate Cisco. Yeah, it's kind of got essence of kind of. Uh, I'm not saying he is R. Kelly, but that kind of. Yeah, whole, that's exactly what it is. It's got that whole yeah, sort it's of. All that ty- it's cheesy, all that. Ty- it's all about it's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's all about the good times that I'm creating and the expensive, lots of young. Yeah, women and the women wearing nothing. And that my my value is upped by how many semi-naked women dance yeah, around. Yeah, so I think Jim, make it easy for you. It is worse, clearly, than. Summer Holiday by Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard's Summer Holiday is pure compared to the filth of Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, fact that you, the fact that you've called it pure, that's almost like a free kick outside the box by Cliff it Richard. Is, it he's, is. It's almost like I'm, I'm worshipping at the altar of Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's literally leathered it over, got it up and down over the wall and it's gone in. Top bins. It's 2-0 to us. 2-0 to us. All of us, me, you, Cliff and Chris. Cliff and Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Coming in, I'm going to roll for you. We haven't sung that too. Roll for you. Going to roll for you. Roll, 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 roll. (laughs) (laughs) Sung in an R&B style. Right. Okay. I'm rolling for you and you have got a four. A man, rather like Cliff, has been around for a while. (laughs) Old rocker. Another old rocker. Um, another one who I'm not quite convinced is a rocker. Link to summer. This is called the summer of '69. It's Brian Adams, of course.
summer 69 by Brian Adams, a 1984 song. Um, it's kind of shiny American kind of rock and roll, and I mean that sort of in quotation marks rock and roll because I don't think it is rock and roll. I think it's quite, again, Matt, I think a lot of my choices are kind of digging at kind of the reasons why it was made. It, it feels quite too shiny, too rock and roll, sort of too pure. I don't like the sentiment behind it. thing is, I quite like nostalgia looking back at the past. I love Back to the Future. <laughs> My wife hates it, <laughs> but I like I like I like the idea of looking back on something. Obviously, the, him talking about the summer of '69. Yeah, the Americana. It's the Americana feel. Yeah. So they, I should be all over this. I mean, it's got the denim jacket. It's got the kind of lovely guitar. It's got the quiff. It's got it. It's got the lisp. It's got the. Pa- it's got the little lisp. It's got. It's got the whole package. But for some reason, I don't know the reason. I just don't like Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> And I just don't like the sort of the sentiment behind the song and the kind of the, Did you, the, the six strings and the Jimmy and Jody and all the kind of like he feels like he's he's very Bruce Springsteen. He's basically the equivalent of Bruce Springsteen zero alcohol he's, <laughs> percent. He's, he's a Canadian Bruce Springsteen. Well, it, I like Canada. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in contrary to uh, South Park, I like Canada. He's great. I love Canadian singers like Rufus Wainwright. I've mentioned him before. Brilliant. Who is he? Jodie Michelle. Jamie Michelle. <laughs> um, but I just can't. I just can't stand <laughs> this song. And also, I don't like. Did you get your fingers burnt by uh, um, everything I do? I do it for you. Well, I think this is where I have the issue with with Cliff as well, because he, he, you know, we can all celebrate. He sang along in the rain during Wimbledon, keeping everyone's spirit, I love that. spirits up. I love of course that. You, of course, you did. You were do you know what well. I've got to say? Right? Of course, you did. If you're going to stand here and slag that off, fair enough, right? It was a bit cheesy. But for a bloke stood in the crowd, they gave him a microphone. He was in tune all the way. Oh, he's in tune because there's nothing <coughs> to, to make him sound out of tune. There's no music. He did not drop a note. On Give that. a man a microphone. <laughs> It'll keep a crowd entertained for three, <laughs> three hours. <laughs> Give him a band. I realise he was bloody awful. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got he's got that same kind of thing that I think um, Cliff had. That he's kind of he's jumped into different decades. And again, he's got longevity. I give him that, Brian Adams. He's still around now. He's still kind of touring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I d- oh, again, 1991, wasn't it? The everything I do, I do it for you, Prince of Thieves. Kind of like monstrosity. That song, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> um, that song, well, it it, it it took over. I think it took over most of that year, didn't it? It was 13. It was 18. Six, I thought it was 16. It was certainly. It was certainly when I was. I remember I was at school. And it was on when before I left yeah. the summer, and it was still going on during summer, I think, and it may have finished just from September or whatever. But um, the thing I don't—I didn't about like that, that song. I, d- I don't like that song. And the no. thing I don't like about that song is it just is a real nothingness of a song. Well, I can't work out if it is a song that's supposed to be. But like that was no sort of synonymous with the the themes of the story of Robin Hood. I think in terms I, of him and Maid Marian, or is it just a song, rather like Lloyd Webber, cynically written just to make some money? Well, I think he just... I, I don't think it's... It's not a f- song from the movie in the sense of it really fits in. But you were also dealing with a film that is set, it, like, a thousand years ago. Yeah. So, and therefore, it's, it's never going to no. completely fit in with the with the song. But I just think... I just find that song... It's got no real substance. I don't know how... It's a, It's a bit like... Uh, wet, 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 wet. Oh, uh, three wets. That, that's another song that I just find is a bit. <sighs> yeah, and, that, and that's why I don't understand how they've been that long at number one. 
No, they're, I don't. Like, I don't. It, it's, they're songs that are just so blur. But that was then. But the problem is, obviously, there's no charts really now, is it? It's all down. It's but it's not. There's no such thing as like the chart yeah, show. Yeah. You don't watch it. You don't, no one chooses on a Sunday to listen oh, to. Well, I used to love the chart I love show. That. And Thursday to the pops. Um, but no one does anymore. But obviously, so the staying stay power of that song obviously was purely down to the people yeah. buying it. Um, Goes to show people are stupid, aren't they? I think the problem is also I had that year in 1991, as I said before, with previous sort of episodes. That was that was nowhere near the music I was actually listening to. Mm. wasn't wasn't for me anything interesting. wasn't kind of like wasn't indie. wasn't grunge. Um, wasn't <coughs> dancey. It was just a bit annoying. And this song is quite annoying. Um, in fact, the only song he's done which I found was less annoying was the song he did with Mel C. Mm. Baby, when you're gone. Yeah, that's. Didn't a mind. Good song. Didn't mind. Again, he jump, he's got a jumping sort of <coughs> genres, isn't he? But he went quite cool then, didn't he? Mm. He went from sort of the leather look to satin shirts and mm. hair slicked down, bleach blonde, yeah, yeah, with dark highlights, and was kind of, uh, you know, very, very cool and uh, uh, and kind of into that kind of uh, almost like uh, that kind of smart Britpop scene a bit. Yeah, but, like I like this song. I've got to say, uh, I, d- I don't know why it just comes on. I like it. I'm happy to listen to it. it, it I like his, <coughs> I like his grizzly voice in there. Because now um, I've got, it's <coughs> this, this, uh, well, look, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it I'm gonna make it very quick. I'm okay. gonna put you out of your misery okay. right now. I like Cliff Richard. I like Summer Holiday. So this is a worse song. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! See, I'm celebrating, but then again, there's all me, and Cele- Chris, Cele- me and Chris over here. Still not sure. Celebrating, but part of you just died inside. Okay, no, no. Um, but honestly, that's uh, yeah. I'm I'm with Cliff on this. Yeah. I think Summer Holiday is a better song. Okay, so, cool. This three is nil. worse. Three nil. So three nil. Uh, four of us here getting on famously. Um, the famous four. Famous four. <laughs> Cliff, Chris. Jim and Gus. <laughs> uh, okay, mate, I'm gonna rock you. Right, roll it, big man. It is a five. This is my. Uh, this is my. Um, this is a big one, is it? This is big. This is big. This is contentious. It's big. This is the nation's favourite. This is ELO. No, yeah, ELO with Mr. Blue Sky. I don't like. I don't even mind ELO. I like ELO. There's lots of ELO tracks that I really like. Uh, I like Jeff Lynn. I like all the stuff that Jeff Lynn has done since ELO. I hate this song. I don't know whether it's overplaying. I don't know whether it's its awful chirpy optimism. I don't like the way that the blue sky. I don't like blue sky thinking. I don't like all that ideas behind blue sky thinking. I hate it when someone says blue sky thinking at work. There's a management system we use at work that you probably use called Blue Sky, and everyone, anyone does an inset on it, they play this bloody song before they start and come bouncing on like they've bloody come up with the funniest thing in the Did world. Did they come in with Jefflin hair? No, well, who cares? By that time, I'm switched <laughs> off and out the window. But they, like, honestly, it just... I don't like the I don't like the bounciness of the whole song, and I know that that's done because it's supposed to be this kind of hooray happiness. Blue skies have arrived. Where have they been? Here he is, ding, 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 ding. Just honestly, just go away with this song. Stop playing it at all the time. Stop using it on bloody adverts and jingles and radio shows, and stop the orchestral bits in the middle and just. 
start, it's, I love ELO, I hate this song. I wish they'd never written it. I wish it wasn't in the public conscious. I think it is by far a terrible song. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. Um, okay. We're comparing one of the probably seminal pieces of music written in the 70s, Mr. Blue Sky. Is it? By, uh, listen up, by Earlow. <laughs> We're comparing that song with the light chirpiness of some sort of half-wit Mr. Richards... <laughs> Sir Cliff, Sir Cliff, to you, Sir Cliff. I'm, I'm as it as it was written, he was just playing old Clifford. Yeah, but he was playing old Harry Webber. You refer, you giving him, you give him his proper name now. It was uh, if I'm if I'm comparing that to the the work of Mr. ELO over here. So when they Jeff get old synthesizer and vocoder. And Listen, Jim, it, <coughs> I appreciate your passion, but this song is it's head, shoulders, knees, and toes <laughs> above <laughs> above the song Summer Holiday. It really is. And I, I, I disagree. I think the song's brilliant. I love the song. I think, and I, you, for whatever the reason you don't like it, is the reason's kind of why I do like it. I, li- I like the orchestral piece of it, in it. I like the kind of. I don't even mind that. I don't. Mi- I don't mind those. I things. love. I actually quite like how long it goes on for because I think oh, it's I hate so. That as well. It's interesting enough for to, for to last it's for that not, long. It's, it's a good piece of music. When it's good, you can play it. <laughs> All of that, I hate. It that. uses a vocoder. I mean, yeah. What song is never improved by a vocoder? This one. <laughs> this one. This is the one. Like, it's just... I just... Like, it sounds like I don't like ELO. I don't. I do. I, I like Jeff Lynne. I like his work with the Travelling Wilburys. Mm. Um, I think he's very talented. I think he's I think he's great. I think everything about him is great. But this song, I just... I mean, I mean... I, God, I've just got visions of you now on the first day of the summer holidays getting out of bed, putting this on, <laughs> clapping around the house in your pants and a kimono. I'll be up quicker with that with that beat coming in. Dun, 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 oh, Danny, it makes me shudder just the whole... Down the yeah, come on, it's brilliant. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Jim, I have the final say on this. And I, th- I, I, I know, I... I can see why it's annoying. When things get overplayed, yeah, it, it's it's. I mean, summer holidays overplayed. Obviously, every summer it's kind of you know. Thing, even things like you know, Slades, it's Christmas and never, um, never overplayed. No, for some those things they're always being played at a certain point mm. of the year, aren't they? And obviously, the summer holiday and this is, uh, it's, and probably this will be on sort of the top hundred songs of all time. Mr. Blue Sky will be up there, I think, on the album. Uh, you can't deny the end of the song when it goes off on the outro. A bit of you actually quite likes it. It just goes on and on and on and on <laughs> and on. Get on with it. It's an outro, Jim. You've got to love an outro. I do love an outro. I just don't love this outro. <laughs> I don't. There, there it is. I'm throwing it out there. I don't like Mr. Blue Sky. I'm sorry, everyone, if that makes me a musical heathen. But I think music, you know, categories and the, the, the last sort of uh, season we used to talk about the categories of musically better or, you know, whatever, whatever. I think this is definitely musically head and shoulder, like I said, above I think Summer Holiday. <coughs> See, and I think it's actually, a, I think it's a, be, it's a, it's a better written song. Uh, I think it's better production. Obviously, it's written, it's, it's a decade or so older. Um, it's, it, it's just a better song. You can't, I mean, I'd never say this is worse. 
I can't believe you had the audacity. To, me and Chris here. Chris is, Chris is fuming. He's walked out. Oh, Chris has <laughs> gone. He's actually gone. Cliff's gone. <laughs> Cliff's gone. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not worse. It is better than Cliff's summer holidays. So I'm sorry there. Disappointing. 3 1. Last one, Jim. Roll Last for me. one. Roll for you. I'll roll for you. <coughs> Rather dejectedly, I shall roll for you. Sorry. I do. Price you pay though, Jim. If you're gonna come, if you're gonna come and bring in the big guns. Well, I suppose you know. I can only say what I feel. Roll for you. I roll for six. Hey, <laughs> novelty song. You ready? This is related to summer because I think I remember dancing to it when I was probably about six or seven, um, and. It had an amusing dance, and we'll probably talk about that at some point. Anyway, this is the world's third worst song. It <laughs> was <laughs> um, on a par with the worst song. And this is Agadoo by Black Lace. Do, 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 push pineapple, shake the tree. Agadoo, do, do, push pineapple, drink coffee. To the left, to the right, jump up and down. weeks has been in the top, uh, the top, so, uh, the top 75. That was, that was not as impressive as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that was really unimpressive. I think it's 30 weeks in the top 40. I know, it's 30 weeks in the top 75. You could have spent all 29 weeks yeah. in 74. Exactly. Um, Black Lace Agadoo. I don't know what to make of this song. You know when sort of songs you go, you hear? It's not really a I don't know what it is. Is it a song? It's just a, it's just a thing that happens. It's not... I don't, things I can't work out. Things like this, kind of the spitting image song, which I think is, is a rip-off of it, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um... With the, chicken, spitting, yeah. the chicken song yeah. is... Uh, it's a version of it, but... The, no, the, but the chicken song is like... The chicken song was written to uh, take the take the piss out yeah. of all of these party songs right. that were went on at these holidays. So, the, so Black Lace kind of wrote, I felt, <clears throat> sort of songs that were deliberately designed to sort of be, be danced out, sort of yeah. discos. Yeah, they were the holiday songs. Because I remember um, this when I was in... Yeah, we were in some sort of like campsite somewhere in Great Yarmouth I think when this was coming out uh, I definitely remember dancing to it but it, it, it's a terrible song I mean it, I, I put this on a par with almost sort of Jive Bunny-esque kind of just kind of so manufactured yeah um, and the two guys that do it were very much like sort of the Chuckle Brothers I felt of, of, but they, of they, that kind of they'd um, had a string genre. of hits hadn't they that, yeah um, yeah because they'd had Superman yeah which was them just saying things to do yeah um and then they'd had uh, Alvino Collapso, I think was the right. song of theirs, which I'm assuming means drink wine and fall over. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was like a comedy. They're kind of comedy holiday songs that everyone gets on the dance floor, stands in a line and does the moves. And this, I remember when it came out because everyone was excited about this new song that Black Lace had written and we knew who Black Lace was right. before. Like, I... Uh, I don't like this song, but I'm <laughs> being very hypocritical because I loved it when I was... Yeah. Um, okay. What? Uh, 10? Uh, 84? 84, 84 so nine. Was, nine, yeah, 10 so years old. Yeah. Um, and I did, but I bought it. I bought the single. Um, it is awful, 
but I've got I've got to be careful because uh, like, <laughs> you don't want to s- s- besmirch your memories. No, no, much. it's not only that. I just don't want to sit here and be like, oh, it's such an awful song, and I'm saying, and then, and then and like I bought it. So, so okay, uh, here's the thing then. So it is, <clears> it's a terrible song. We know that it is, and I I agree. Looking back, I can't. Yeah, I danced to it, and it's kind of fun. It's kind of, but it, you know, yeah. but I was seven. Yeah. So you know, it kind of fitted my sort of mentality at that time. It was kind of fairly sort of easy listening repetitive uh but the actions what, what's your view on actions and dancing um i think now i've got a little bit of a theory on this with these sorts of songs I that, think this is this is part of it isn't it you yeah have to do the actions like um push mac- pineapple yeah, shake, a, shake tree. a tree but i like the macarena is that grind kind of coffee thing? yeah those sorts of things but what i think happened was i think we went through a really poor um danceability phase for a long time and i think Things became very masculine and there became this kind of thing throughout the um, late 70s about, like, not dancing. Like, lots of men didn't dance because dancing was what girls did. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I feel that there was that sort of thing. So this was a kind of in for lots of people to be able to go and dance and hey, we're kind of taking a piss. Hey. So maybe also they united people to dance with their children. Oh, I and think families. so, definitely. Because yeah. I suppose 1984, you've got, I mean, I think of like, I think Careless Whisper was out in 94, wasn't it? Mm. That sort of thing. So musically, it was all fairly kind of safe. I mean, obviously you had like the Smiths and stuff. And, um, but there was, a, I, yeah, remember the, the to, I remember going to, I remember going Was there sort of the, I don't know, there wasn't the kind of the scene where people were kind of, wasn't the rave culture then? No, right? so and there, there was nothing there. Kind we're of kind of go, getting into like new romantics and things like that, but there yeah. was no sort of. There was that what I used to call the phantom foot to foot, where people would stand there and tap one foot and then yeah, tap the yeah. other foot, and that was kind of the way that you danced. Or you know, there were we'd gone from doing these sort of dances that we see on Strictly, uh, like you know, kind of the waltz or the jive or this mm. sort of thing, to doing the. Uh, as Lenny Henry once called it, the walk around slowly whilst holding on to someone dance. <laughs> we, you know, and that was that was kind of it. So yeah. we weren't... To go to a disco became about holding on to someone to try and get off with them, I guess, rather than going to dance, which rave culture really kind of brought back in. Yeah. Because suddenly it was about... I'm going to dance all night. Also, you didn't have the kind of the, the nostalgic kind of look back on the 80s and 90s mm. that you get where well, you go to clubs now where you, do, you sort of, you know, the, all the school discos type yeah, thing yeah. where you, they play all the classic tunes. Yeah. At that point, they still kind of were st- still not quite classic enough. No. Or, and also, people weren't kind of looking back. It's still kind of music still was still developing. And you'd kind of gone through this kind of pop thing with Stock mm. Aitken and Walkman were just about to really yeah. hit the... Interesting era, isn't it? But like... There's some great stuff in that area. I think the problem really with this is I, I just mind, they remind me too much of like kind of very cheesy, smashy and nicey type oh, yeah. figures. And They've both that, got that mullets. That yeah, are, that doesn't really sit well with me, I don't think. I don't know why. I don't know why. I know, it's an awful, awful yeah. song. It's an awful song. I think part of me is only excusing it because I used to dance around to it and, yeah. and enjoy it. And I, I, I don't, it. I and I don't want to be a, a, a hypocrite about I don't want to. T- I don't want to try and be one of those. I'm cooler than everybody musos, yeah. and I, at ten years old, I was disgusted by this. I wasn't. I danced around. I shook yeah. a tree. I ground coffee. <laughs> I agadood. I did all of that business, and I bought the record. And the dance moves were all on the back, and black lace made a lot of money. So, 
you know. So what's your vote? Is it worse than Summer Holiday? Oh, of course it's worse. Okay. 100% worse. That was 4-1, wasn't it, by the way, to Cliff? 4-1 to Cliff, yeah. yeah. Cliff's done it. Cliff and Chris. Put it in the back of the net there. Um, and the other songs are equally as awful. Like, it's, um, Wigfield, Wigfield Saturday, Saturday Night. Saturday so night. speaking of kind of, like, kind of cheesy sort of plasticky pop. Yeah. Star Trekking by The Firm. Yeah, across the universe. Bought that record as well. I think I had that. I was writing it. I was a cutting edge of novelty songs. So, yeah, what other songs did you have that didn't come up, Jim? Only ones. I had a few, actually. I had, like, for me, the difficulty was the summer theme. Um, Yeah, okay. And to find worse songs. But I had uh, the awful uh, Boys of Summer cover by DJ Sammy, Mm. um, which. Who did the original? uh, Don Henley. Okay, yeah, yeah. Eagles. Oh yeah, yeah. After yeah. He, like that was his sort of big yeah, yeah. one after the Eagles split. Um, fortunately, Cisco <laughs> Cisco Stong didn't split. Um, but that that um, and then uh, because of my soul roots, I chose this next one. Uh, it's raining men, but not <gasps> British summer raining, obviously. Okay, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. the weather girls, which is a fantastic yeah, song yeah. with a brilliant video. Um, but the Jerry Halliwell cover version, Ooh. which is an absolute stinker. It's, it's a proper stinker, isn't it? It's I had um, Summer Nights by Grease, oh. the musical with Olivia Newton, John, Danny, uh, Danny, Danny uh, <laughs> John Travolta. John Travolta, though, by the way, can I add? Gone bold. It's gone bold, yeah. He's, 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 it's finally realised. He's owned up to it. He's owned up to it and said, Do you know he's, what? Uh, he's found the light on yeah. his head. <laughs> good on him, I say. Right, you know? I think he looks he's good and finally. he's embraced it. I ju- honestly, I just think if you're losing your hair, yeah, I am bold, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, listener, is, is. Um, I, I am Chris. What oh, Chris, <laughs> Cliff. Yes. I I am actually bold, but um, you got to embrace it. Mm. Yeah, there's no point in covering it up. No, you wear it well, so it's fine. But also, it's like as soon as I started realizing that I was combing over a bold bit at the yeah. back, you've got to get rid of it. Because otherwise, like Jimmy Greaves once said of Bobby Charlton, um, it, I saw an interview and Jimmy Greaves. It's like I love Bobby Charlton. He's the best footballer this country's ever produced. I love him to bits. Who did he think he was kidding with that comb over? <laughs> and it's like that always rung in my yeah, head. It's yeah. like, it's, it, I can't... But he went through kind of implants, didn't he, uh, John Travolta, didn't he? Yeah, he went, yeah. He went so through he, everything, yeah. He did it all. But, um, Wigs and implants. But and I thought Summer Nights could have been up there because I'm not a big fan of that song. Uh, I quite like Greasy Musical, but I don't particularly like the sentiment of that song. Um, so, yeah, Summer Nights. I'll tell you what I had. Raining in my heart. The Again, sky is blue, it? that one. Yeah. It's really whiny. Really gets on my nose, that does. It's raining. Yeah, raining I can see own. that. Yeah. Is it what? Yeah, maybe, maybe. So there's that, and I've got another contentious one. Go on. Girls and boys, blur. You get out. <laughs> get, get, get out of the studio. You know the code. <laughs> I like blur. Don't like girls and boys. Girls and boys. Girls and boys is, is blur's Mr. Blue Sky for me. Uh, see, I beg to differ. I don't think he is. I think ELO and Mr. Ah, Blue so you Sky. admit? Ah, so no, you no, admit? No, 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 no. I admit damn, in terms of... Uh, no, don't twist it. <laughs> Mr. Blue Sky is kind of like the, the is the sort of the cash cow for ELO, but Girls and Boys was just... As, it was the breakthrough, I felt, for, for chart success. And then from then on, they went on and on. Um, and also Girls and Boys, I think it's quite, a, quite an interesting song. I don't like it. I really don't like it. I don't like the video. I don't like. Uh, I don't like the sentiment behind it. I don't like the. I don't like the fact that it's taking the piss out of Club Eighteen Thirty. That has become an absolute anthem for Club Eighteen Thirty. I don't like it when 
But that's so, not their fault, is it? Yeah, I but think, I don't know. Like, I quite like, I quite but then like I think, what he was saying. I that. think ultimately that is their fault because they've not made it sneery enough about <laughs> 18... Th- Morrissey wouldn't have done that. No, but then Morrissey would have let you know and slapped you in the face about it, and Johnny Yeah, Mark. fair enough. And that's, I, that's what I don't like about it. That's the, that's the issue I have with, with Oasis, and I think that's why I was always, I was always Team Blur. Partly because I don't know musically better. Head, yeah. Head and shoulders again. Um, but um, as soon as people like Oasis, they, it was all like, Oi, the lads, we're going on holiday. Yeah. And it all, got, it all became very beery, kind of like Ben Sherman. But then everyone got in, like, they, they were, girls who like boys who let go of a deep bit. I think I just the sentiment of that. I just didn't like the kind of the lairiness of Oasis at that era. Yeah, no, I, kept, like, yeah. I, I, I really like Blur. It's the only song of theirs I don't like. Oh, interesting. Okay. And in the same way, in the same with ELO, yeah. it's the only song that I would say I really just dislike bold, listening bold to. Bold choice, that. Yeah. Sorry, not bold. <laughs> All right. Bold, geez, bold. B-O. 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 B-L-O. <laughs> B-L-O? <laughs> Hang on. Um, yeah. There's quite a lot of summer tunes as well, isn't there? It's quite, you, can, you know, I, God, like I said, Zoe, um, Sunshine on a Rainy Day, mm. I seem to recall with quite a, Makes my soul trip, 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 trip away. away. That's quite an anthem. Um, yeah, and that was quite a uh, uh, second summer of love, wasn't mm. it? Because that was another one that I couldn't, I, I was thinking of, but I couldn't put it in. Danny Wilson, Summer of Love. Can't put Danny Wilson. Can't either. put Danny Wilson in there. <laughs> there was no way I was going to throw that out. It was worse than Cliff no, Richard. No, no, Danny no. Wilson, Mary's um, Prayer. Mary's Prayer is a great song. It's a great um, song. Summer of Love, brilliant. And. I was actually toying, and I'd have been brave man putting "Happy" by Pharrell into the oh, worst yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like it again. Overplayed. Um, I think I was clutching at straws a bit there, but like, I think it's it's a good it's a good it's there. No, it's not worse than so Cliff. So there we go, four one, four one. That's it. Yeah. Um, now <coughs> I've got I've got a suggestion, Jim. Seeing we are, I'm now a resident of Walthamstow. Yep. Uh, postcode E17. I like where you're going. Do you think? Do you, do you, do you, can you guess what it is yet? <laughs> I think that's right for the next episode, there, mate. Uh, so should we look at an E17 track? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think okay. let's let's dig it out. If anyone's got any suggestions, uh, we're going to go back to five better mm. this time. But if anyone's got any suggestions, uh, if come they've on, got what, any suggestions, if for you can think of any, yeah, if you have any E17, something else. There's, 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 and a, there's a handful yeah. you can choose from. And don't, so not like don't a, pick their worst. Pick, we want to pick. Yeah. A, we want a challenge. So. We'll go with that, but I think and then that maybe, is. maybe this is a kind of hope here. We'll put it out there. Maybe if we could get even Brian Harvey, because I know he still lives in the era, we could even probably try and get him to just others tweet us or something. Yeah, or Mortimer, T- Mortimer T is always on the if uh, tones around, uh, you know, any one of the East Indian boys would try and get him uh, to. Uh, hey, listen, speaking of old sort of bands and old people from a certain era, there's uh, Zamo from Grange Hill um. has released a song. With Roland? Not with Roland, oh, but okay. it's, called, it's called We Are London. I'm going to play just a little excerpt now. Side of life, sir! Well, ain't that tight. No, I mean, because this is my London. It's your London. It's our London. We are I mean, that's got probably worst song ever written, written over, isn't it? <laughs> Certainly a shame it's not got a summer reference in it, because that would uh, that would have made this any that would have made this 5-0, I think. Um Hint, so much hint of like Phil Daniels and Blur's part life, isn't it? Yeah, it's a complete rip off. Um, and and uh, to be honest, too soon, too soon. 
It's still yeah. that punk life is still. You can't, you can't better that, can you? No. Um, but yeah, Lee McDonald was having a go, isn't he? Um, uh, to be honest, to be fair to Lee McDonald, right? He's yeah. all right in it. <laughs> he's all right. He's all right in it. He's all right. He's doing is talk and chat. But he's the way that he does it is quite yeah. good. It's like. Unfortunately for him, he's been given some duff lyrics and a duff backing track. But he could have... You listen to him on that, you wouldn't have... If he'd have done Park Life, you wouldn't have been disappointed. No, not at Do all. you see what I mean? Yeah. He's not bad, is what I'm saying. So I was going to see Zama back. He's living in Wolfstoke, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. With uh, Roland? With Roland, yeah. him, Roland, and Jackie, <coughs> and Danny Kendall. Danny Kendall. <laughs> Um, <coughs> so keep keep us uh, keep us posting any ideas particularly yeah. for the next episode of E17 ba- based and you can contact us at Better 5 Better Podcast on the usual uh, social medias yeah and if you've got anything you think is worse than Cliff Richard's summer holiday then uh, you know put that in and have a discussion as well because that yeah. would be fun cool alright nice one Jim well done yeah good stuff nice to be in the studio Yay. and uh, we'll uh, we'll do another one soon yeah bye bye, bye better Five better, five better podcast. Five better, five better, five better podcast. <laughs>